He. Certainly. Certainly. Anyonyam. Anyonyam. Each other. Each other. Atmanam. The self. The self. Brahma. Brahma. The Brahmanas. That word Brahma, there's so many ways, that, things it can mean. So here's the Brahmanas. Chatram. The Chatriyas. Cha. And. Rakshataha. Protect. Rakshati Sma. Protects. Avyayaha. Immutable. What does that mean? Can't be changed. <laughs> but here, okay, yeah, immutable. Right. Devaha. The Lord. Saha. He. Yaha. Who. Sat asat atmakaha. The form of the form of the cause and effect. So a lot of these words you see that they they end with the Visarga H. So when it's isolated like that, just in the default nominative case, then you, you do repeat it, you echo the vowel. Alright, translation. Now this is who's speaking? Swaibhuva Manu. Before Kardamuni was glorifying Manu, and now Manu is is humbled. <laughs> Because the Brahm, because Kardamuni, by Varnashram etiquette, is superior to the emperor, because it's Kardamuni is the sage, he's the Brahman, he's the head, you know, he's the top. But Manu is also uh, a representative of God, and he's come with a gift for Kardamuni, who's been praying for 10,000 years of meditation and then got darshan of the Lord, and the Lord said, Look, don't worry, in two days. Manu's going to come with his daughter, just suitable for you. I already knew what you needed. I know what you want. It's all taken care of. As we say, I got your back. <laughs> got your head to toe. Uh, so, so Kardam praised Manu, which was very humbling for Manu to hear the sage praise him, because that's not the ordinary etiquette. But also, Manu knew, yes, actually, Kardam was correct because my role is I have to represent Krishna's will and, and see that Krishna's will is being done all over the universe. I'm a monitor. So, um, so that's why in the first verse of the chapter it said, uh, what was that word? Yeah. Oh no, it's the first. Yeah, it's where my tray is coming in. So. The first verse said, Sri Maitreya said, after describing the greatness of the emperor's manifold qualities and activities, the sage became silent, and the emperor, feeling modesty, he's like a little embarrassed, but but he's um, he knows that Cardam knows that it's proper because he's representing the Lord, and also Manu has come to to fulfill, help Cardam fulfill his, his role as a prajapati by giving him a good wife so they can produce you know, a good population all over the universe. So it's a real sweet uh, relationship. Okay, so translation. This is Manu saying, that is why, well, let's look at the 
If it is first, yeah, because it's a uh, follow-up. So yesterday, Atul Govinda Prabhu read, the verse was, for the protection of the Brahmanas, the thousand-legged supreme being, Manu was saying to Karnam, created us, the Chaturis, from his thousand arms. Hence, the Brahmins are said to be his heart, and the Chaturis, his arms. So you hear the Brahmin being the head and also the heart. Command, or, yeah, command and control. <laughs> command and control as the head. Uh, his arms. And so, and now he's saying, that's why the Brahmins and Chaturis protect each other, as well as themselves. And the Lord himself, who is both the cause and effect, and is yet immutable, protects them through each other. So this is a little um, complex, but it's actually, it's all happening by Krishna's grace. <clears throat> and Srila Prabhupada's purport. The entire, oh, please repeat. Gotta go back. That is why the Brahmins and Chaturis protect each other, as well as themselves. And the Lord Himself, who is both the cause and effect, you see how intimately involved Krishna is, but then it says, and is yet immutable. He's not changed by the interaction, even though He's the cause and the effect of it. Protects them through each other. So I call the class Protection Through Cooperation. Srila Prabhupada's purport, and you'll hear why more in the purport. The entire social structure of Varna and Ashram is a cooperative system meant to uplift all to the highest platform of spiritual realization. The Brahmins are intended to be protected by the Chaturis, and the, and the Chaturis also are intended to be enlightened by the Brahmins. When the Brahmins and Chaturis cooperate nicely, the other subordinate divisions, the Vaishyas, or mercantile people, and the Shudras, or laborer class, automatically flourish. So it's just like in the body, when the, uh, the head and the heart and arms, they're all in sync, then everything else develops nicely. It's like if you're doing too much anxiety, when you can't even eat properly. The anxiety takes over the whole body and it, it secretes you know, acids in the belly. You can't, so the Vaishya the part of the body, or the, yeah, is the belly, where all the energy goes and then it's distributed. And it doesn't work nicely unless the head and the arms and the heart are all cooperating. <clears throat> so Prabhupada says, when the Brahmins and Chaturis cooperate nicely, the other subordinate divisions, the Vaishyas or mercantile people, and the Shudras or laborer class automatically flourish. The entire elaborate system of Vedic society was therefore based on the importance of the Brahmins and Chaturis. Uh, the last verse of the previous chapter was a phrase. Does anybody remember what the phrase was? The, the relationship between the Brahmins and Chaturis. It was a very sweet purport. Dero Prabhu had it. And I wasn't here, but what was I? Was yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know, I can't even name it, I think it was. So it's called Bhakti Karya. And uh, it's a very uh, sweet glimpse at how real human civilization works. When, uh, well, I'll get to that in a minute, actually. Okay. So I'll continue here. The entire elaborate system of Vedic society was therefore based on the importance of the Brahmins and Kshatriyas. The Lord is the real protector, but he is unattached to the affairs of protection. Interesting, huh? So he's always one and different. He's all pervading, but he's aloof. So he does everything through his energies or his devotees. So. He creates Brahmins for the protection of the Chaitreyas and Chaitreyas for the protection of the Brahmins. He remains aloof from all activities. Therefore, he is called Nirvikara. Maybe it's a previous Nirvikara. Without activity. He's doing everything, but he's but he's aloof from it, so he can directly participate. He has nothing to do, but he's doing so much. Um, he is so great that he does not perform action personally, but his energies act. That's the his mind. He's got purses full of innumerable energies, and he's doing everything just by willing it. The Brahmins and Kshatriyas and anything that we see are different energies acting upon one another. Although individual soul, now that's the first paragraph, it's a real Varna and Varnashram thing. Now this is more about, well this is still more, but it, it, tell, it brings in more how Krishna is involved as the super soul. That's how Krishna is involved. Although Krishna, he just He's just having fun. It's like today at the disappearance of the great Vaishnavacharya Jayadeva Goswami, who lived uh, many centuries ago. So I tried to find something out about him, about Jayadeva. But all, I, it, all that ever came up on the database was Dashavatar, which we sing, one of which we sing every day, Dash, the prayers to the ten incarnations. Or he wrote another famous song called Geet Govinda. Famous book, actually. No, it's a song. Geet. It's a song about Govinda. Um, so that's how he's known. Okay, so then Prabhupada uh, elaborates more now on this relationship, Brahmas Chetris, with um, the super soul involved. Although individual souls are all different, the super-self, or super-soul, is the supreme personality of Godhead. Individually, one's self may be different from others in certain qualities and may engage in different activities, such as those of a Brahmana, Kshatriya, or Vaishya. But when there is complete cooperation among different individual souls, the supreme personality of Godhead as super-soul, Paramatma, being one in every individual soul, is pleased and gives them all protection. So, we all have free will. 
So even though he doesn't, he's doing everything, but it's everything directly or indirectly. So the more we're in harmony with Krishna's will, then Krishna's will is being done. Otherwise, if we're not in harmony, you know, the head and the belly and the nilakana and the chakra and whatever, then, uh, then he's doing, then he does it by karma. <laughs> then we, we get our karma. So it's still Krishna, but it's through his material laws. So we want to be tuning into the internal policy, to the blissful policy, and not bouncing off each other uh, through the external policy. Yeah. Okay. As stated before, the brahmanas are produced from the mouth of the Lord, and the chatriyas are produced from the chest, or arms of the Lord. This is in the universal form. If the different castes, or social sections, although apparently differently occupied in different activities, nevertheless act in full cooperation, then the Lord is pleased. And we do that when we recognize each other, we're all devotees. That's how we're all alike. And we all have the same goal, to please Krishna. So then it's not, it's cooperation instead of cutthroat competition. If the members of different ashrams and varnas cooperate fully in Krishna consciousness, then society is well protected by the Lord, without doubt. So, so because, as we've been hearing in previous classes, because the society is not in harmony with the Lord's will and not uh, organized according to Krishna's intelligent design, therefore there's so much conflict. And they have chaos. And now, Srila Prabhupada, in the final paragraph of the report, he really focuses more on the super soul. As Manu did, you know, you notice when Manu was glorifying Karnam, he starts this whole philosophy, he's really zooming out to the big picture of how we're all energies of the Lord. What did he say? That first. Mana replied, to expand himself, this is how he begins his glorification of Karna, in a very philosophical way, to expand himself in Vedic knowledge, Lord Brahma, the personified Veda, from his face created you, the Brahmins, who are full of austerity, knowledge, and mystic power, and are averse to sense gratification. So it's a very general kind of thing. It's a glorification, but it's, it's in the context of uh, the general cosmic order. For the protection of the Brahmins, the thousand-legged supreme being created us, the Chatriyas, from his thousand arms. Hence the Brahmins are said to be his heart and the Chatriyas his arms. Uh, okay, the Prabhupada is... But more you'll see, starting with tomorrow's text, and we'll be here for that, then Manas glorification starts um, getting very personal with Karda. Um because Karna is his spiritual master, Karna Muni. Uh, and he's come to give his spiritual master some very nice dakshin, Devahuti. <laughs> very interesting. Uh, so then it's, it's a lot about the, the, uh, the spiritual master and the disciple, you see, where it all. And this is all actually prelude to when Karna Muni leaves home after giving Devahuti a son, 
who was none other than God, you know, Lord Kapila, who's a who's one of the Mahajans, Kapila Manu, as his money. So this is all kind of prelude to that. It's all great, but it gets greater and greater as we approach the uh, yeah, um, Kapila Devahuti toss, which, wow. Yeah, I think it's 25 to 33. You just get this amazing philosophy. Now, Prabhupada in the last paragraph, in Bhagavad Gita, it is stated that the Lord is the proprietor of all different bodies. Where is Krishna saying? I'll read it again. In Bhagavad Gita, it is stated that the Lord is the proprietor of all different bodies. No? 13.3. Chaitra Gyam Japi Mam Vidhi. O sign of Bhagavad You should know that I am also the knower in all bodies. In the 13th chapter, you get the, the knower of the field, and you get the soul, the body. It's a very analytical discussion of. Uh, Matter, spirit, individual spirit, supreme spirit. The individual soul is the proprietor of his individual body. But the Lord clearly states, my dear Bharat, you must know that I am also Chaitragya. Chaitragya means the knower and proprietor of the body. And I mentioned how when I heard when we heard Prabhupada lecture on that verse in Miami. In uh, 1975, how uh, Prabhupada wanted to ecstasy on one word in that line. Chetrakyam cha api, japi mangudi. Prabhupada said, just see this one word, cha. Krishna has kicked out Mayava because it means there's two knowers. There's two. There's, there's the individual knower and the supreme knower. It's not all one. There's two knowers here. Prabhupada was just appreciating Krishna's expertise in speaking by just a little word. It means also. <laughs> He's kicked out by love. Okay, so. Um, he is the proprietor not only of human bodies, but of birds, beasts, and all other entities. Not only on this planet, but on other planets also. He is the supreme proprietor. Therefore, he does not become divided by protecting the different individual souls. He remains one and the same. But it's always a change of beta beta, so listen to this. That the sun appears on top of everyone's head when at the meridian, the zenith, right? Now that we're in winter, I know the solar high noon is about 12.03, it's right around actual clock noon. In the summer, it's more closer to one. But the sun's lower in the sky. Uh, that the sun appears on top of everyone's head when at the meridian does not imply that the sun becomes divided. One man thinks that the sun is on his head only. It's a curious way of saying it. I mean, if you ask anybody on the street, do you think the sun's only on your head? They're not going to say it's only on my head, but it's... But, in other words, we all have this relationship with the sun. <laughs> so we have, even though the sun is everywhere, it's for everyone, still we have our sun, right? Because it's nourishing us individually as well as collectively. One man thinks that the sun is on, sun is on his head only, whereas 5,000 miles away, 
Another man is thinking the sun is only on his head. Similarly, the Supersoul, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is one, but he appears to individually oversee each individual soul. It's the same Krishna expansion, but it's, it's individually monitoring each soul. This does not mean that the individual soul and the Supersoul are one. They are one in quality as spirit soul, but the individual soul and super soul are different. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Omam jnana timurandasya jnanam janasalakaya chakshurin vinitam jena tasmai shri gurave namaha. I was born in the darkest ignorance in my spiritual master's time, they opened my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I have my respectful obeisances unto him. This morning, after announcements, uh, Raj, his name, at a senior moment, Raj said to uh, Gangea, do you remember what he said to you, Gangea? You had a light. Do you remember that? Um, not sure. Okay, you had a light. And then Raj said, What's that? You remember that? No? Okay, anyway, so then I piped up because I knew what Raj would call that light. What would he call it? What do they call a flashlight in India? Torch. Torch. <laughs> I said, You have a torch. But if you heard me, you probably wonder, what is he saying? I don't have a torch. Torch. Burning log. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was going to try to tie that in, but I forgot already. Oh, the torch of knowledge. Yeah, so that's what that's what the prayer says, torch of knowledge. <laughs> we don't say torch of knowledge. <clears throat> okay, so. Um, yeah, I love this, how... The Lord protects as Prabhupada, or as Manu says. Um, the Lord protects Brahmins and Kshatriyas through each other. So this reminds us how um, Krishna depends on us to cooperate, to help ourselves uh, here, and then ultimately everywhere. You know, like this morning, Sandamani said, and the Bhakti Center is on fire. That means they're really on fire with Krishna consciousness, you know, in the fire. As she said, not, you know, burning fire, but... So when, when, when a community is like that, when they're really on fire with... Obviously, they're focused on education. You heard, you know, what they, they're probably paying the bills just on the, the tuition from the registrations. Um, then that becomes like a, a beacon, you know, for the whole country. Wow, I want to go visit there, you know, and then people go there, and, they, and then they get on fire, and, you know, they, when we travel, uh, like when Atulpaka, we went to the GBC college, and he came back, and he on fire with ideas, and, you know, and then inspiration. And I'm going to go to Mayapur, so I'll get fired up, you know, in Mayapur, by meeting all these amazing people. Um, so that's what happens when we come together and we do have a common center and we just get really, we blaze together. 
in uh, lesson eight of my Founder Acharya series, uh, two levels to cooperate. Uh, I, I bring out that how, how Prabhupada in one, well, not one place, but he did in Seattle and recorded uh, uh, Prabhupada said that when we act in cooperation with the Lord, that is bhakti. Defines bhakti as cooperation. Yes, because Krishna depends on us. And we're just, individually we can't do much. But, I mean, what can the head do? If I'm just, if I have no arms and belly and legs, you know, I'm just a talking head. <laughs> can't, I'm just flapping my... But I can't actually do much. So, yeah. So, it's, um, so, yeah, so Jayadeva Goswami, every day we sing one of his songs, right? We sing the Shringa Stotra. We sing that part of the Dashavatar. And so every day I, I pray to uh, protect us here in his Kantusan. Uh, we can uh, increase our cooperation, our harmony, and, uh, and he'll do that. He'll do that if we act on our prayer. I can make a prayer and then go out and do something really horrible, selfish, right? And it'll be <laughs> disharmonious. So we got to act on the prayers. Okay. So, okay. So, oh yeah. So, uh, um, you remember Dravida Prabhu when he was here, he said he had um, something that Devamrita Swami had his disciples find. It was all of uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's uh, commentary on the whole Bhagavatam. So Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, so that folio that I got from Dravida Prabhu, and again, I, if you want it, you can have it. It's great. It's, uh, it's his, you know, the more the merrier. And these commentaries, so many angles of vision in. So Vishwanath says that the Chatriya protects the Brahman by his body. Because the Chatriya body is strong. He can speak very diplomatically, right? But don't cross him because he can he can speak with a silver tongue and then he can chop your head off without, without blinking, you know, because that's, he's constituted, that's his psychophysical nature. He's built to protect. So if he sees a threat, I mean, a real chatria, he isn't just a bully or a, you know, a thug, a real chatria is to protect. So, um, so the chatria protects the Brahman by his body. Because what do the Brahmins do? They, they study the scriptures, they teach others the scriptures, they perform sacrifices with each other, how to perform sacrifices, and they give charity, they receive charity. Um, but they usually don't know how to do many push-ups. They're not so strong physically. So they need protection. Uh, and so, but here's how the Brahman protects the Chatriya, according to Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, by the Brahman's austerity. Wow. Now that's something to think about. 
how, just by his, his or hers austerities through the Brahmins protect the Chakras. Because by that tapas, they actually get a lot of shakti, they get a lot of power to influence others. So someone like Manu, he's traveling all over the place just to inspect, to make sure everybody's doing their duties in Varnashram. Um, and he comes to the hermitage of the person he's begging to accept his daughter and to accept him as a disciple. And um, so, yeah, so, uh, and he's, he wants enlightenment too, because that's what Brahmins do, because he wants to know how to rule. He wants to know the proper principles, values, wisdom, that he can translate into laws that he's going to govern by. Yeah. So that Brahman, uh, one quality, of, it says in the Gita, right? Shamodamastapa. Self-control. Uh, and Vaishnavas also. Vaishnavas, that's a quality of Vaishnavas. They're, they're masters of their senses. They're not Godas, they're Goswamis. That's what we aspire to. Whatever our, doesn't mean we necessarily take sannyas, but we, we want to master the senses. So that's a very interesting uh, observation by Vishnath, that uh, the Brahman protects the Chaitriya. Because the, the pride of the Chaitriya that could be his downfall is his power, his strength. He can abuse that gift of power and strength. So he has to be tempered and guided by the Brahman. Okay. Okay, so... And then in that next paragraph, as Krishna describes... This is my comment now. As Krishna describes his caste system, by according so in the Bhagavad Gita famous verse, Chaturvanya Mayashastam Gunakarmalibhagasha, we're divided not by birth, but by our qualities and work, which we bring to our birth. We had that little discussion with the Vandalantri. Yeah, we have our uh, qualities and work that come with us by birth, but then uh, how we use what we have. Uh, determines our actual position in society. So, as Krishna describes his caste system by Guna Karma in Gita 4.13, where he also says he's aloof from it, he says, all according to the three modes of nature and the work ascribed to them, the four divisions of human society were created by me, and although I am the creator of this system, you should know that I am the non-doer. I'm not don't really participate in it, um, except to show an example. He's not limited, as we discussed in the last class. Sometimes, you know, he was grew up a Vaisha, then he became Chantriya, and so Krishna, he's beyond that. Um, so Prabhupada's purport here today describes the cooperation between Brahmins and Chantriyas and that Krishna is avyadaha, immutable, unchanged by his creation. Okay, so again, it's just that Krishna, he maintains the society through uh, 
the people who are obedient to his system. He's not responsible for what happens, but he's, he's depending on people who know what he wants, to do what he wants, whatever their position is in the society. And then in yeah, paragraph 3, three where uh, Prabhupada makes this point about Krishna's the proprietor, he's the knower, the super-knower, uh, I like this line. Prabhupada says, He is the supreme proprietor, therefore he does not become divided by protecting the different individual souls. He's, he remains one and the same. And then the example of the sun. Now this is elaborated on right in the Gita. Undivided and the divided. This is right in the Gita verse. In the 13th chapter, which is really about the relationship between the soul, the super-soul, and matter, 1317, you can hear by the, uh, uh, the counterpoints of the Sanskrit that it's, it's paradoxical. Avibhaktam chubhuteshu vibhaktam ivachastitam. So avibhaktam and vibhaktam. Bhuta bhartri chatajgyayam. I love this. Vrsishnu pravavishnu chat. That means he devours and develops all. He's consuming everything. <laughs> As time, right? Uh, and, then he, and then he's developing everything too. And then translation is, although the super-soul appears to be divided among all beings, he is never divided. He is situated as one. Although he is the maintainer of every living entity, it is to be understood that he devours and develops all. That's what Prabhupada Prabhu's name means. He's a developer. Vishnu, the developer. Grisishnu, Prabhavishnu, child. Here's Prabhupada's purport. Purport. The Lord is situated in everyone's heart as the super-soul. Does this mean that he has become divided? No. Actually, he is one. And then, here's the sun example again, but a little differently worded. The example is given of the sun. The sun at the meridian. Same image there, is situated in its place. But if one goes for 5,000 miles, again, 5,000 miles, in all directions and asks, where is the sun? Everyone will say that it is shining on his head. In the Vedic literature, this example is given to show that although he is undivided, he is situated as if divided. Also, it is said that in, uh, also it is said in Vedic literature, that one Vishnu is present everywhere by his omnipotence, just as the sun appears in many places to many persons. That's a good image too, because right now um, it's 8.45. So in India, it's 9.15 p.m. IST, right? 12 and a half hours later. So the sun is actually out of sight, because it's uh, mock. You can't even see the sun. So they have a different relationship with the sun now. <laughs> Everybody's taking rest. Yeah, it's time to, time to sleep. Whereas here, the sun is rising, so everybody's getting fired up. You know, as the sun rises, and the sun will, and then we get tired and we'll take rest. So depending on the position of the sun, our activities are being governed. 
Okay, and the, and the Supreme Lord, although the maintainer of every living entity, devours everything at the time of annihilation. This was confirmed in the 11th chapter. Yeah. Was it? Did you tell me you learned that verse? No? Somebody said to me, oh yeah, I learned that verse. I don't know why. But yeah, I was teaching somewhere and they just chimed in and I was stunned that somebody knew that verse. Oh Vishnu, I see you dev uh, devouring all people uh, by your flaming, was it, unlimited mouths and sc scorching the worlds with your measurable rays. You are manifest. This is Arjuna getting really scared. <laughs> and then he says, who are you? Chai Bayan. Okay. This was confirmed in the 11th chapter when the Lord said that he had come to devour all the warriors assembled at Kurukshetra. So fight our children because they're already dead. They're not going home. So you take the credit. If you don't, somebody else will. He also mentioned that in the form of time, he devours also. He is the annihilator, the killer of all. When there is creation, he develops all from their original state. And at the time of annihilation, he devours them. <laughs> so I'm always bumping into Gaurav Shakti, you know. And it's, you know, watch out, Kajar alert, moan and groan. You know, I used to be able to do this, and now I can't do it anymore. Well, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Or, <laughs> yeah, I can't do what I used to do. Anyway, that's what we do when we get old. We commiserate. <laughs> the Vedic hymns confirm the fact that he is the origin of all living entities and the rest and the rest of all. After creation, everything rests in his omnipotence, and after annihilation, everything again returns to rest in him. These are the confirmations of Vedic hymns. And then Kalpana ends the purport curiously with a Sanskrit quote, but he doesn't translate it. It's prose. Yato vahimani bhutani jayante yena jata nijivanti aprayantya bhavish pravisham vishanti tat brahma tat vijinash See, I don't have my glasses. Vijina Shasva. So, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Rasishnu, Prabhavishnucha. And I actually tried to find something out about Jayadeva Goswami. All I could come up with the Shabatar and, and, and Gita Govinda. So, does anybody in the audience know anything about? Srila Jayadeva Goswami, who's a great Vaishnavacharya. I'm sure there's tons. I didn't go, I could have gone under the net, but then you wonder how authentic it is. So I didn't do that. Anybody know anything? You know anything about Jayadeva? About yeah. his life? Well, I know he's the author of the uh Right, Dashavatar and Gita Govinda. That's all that came up in Prabhupada's Lani. You know. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was was very fond of reading it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, the Gita Govinda is very intimate. It's all about the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. And the Dashavatar is a very uh, uh, power, potent glorification of the of ten incarnations of the Lord. So you get from very general foundational information from Jayadeva and you get some very intimate yeah. Looks at Radha Krishna. Okay, uh, does anybody have any questions or comments? Yes, Prabhu. Prabhupada makes a very <coughs> careful distinction between the uh, system of Varnashram and the caste system. Yes. They are not, they do not equivocate. He says when the Varnashram system is no longer based on the qualities of Guna, Karma, then it deteriorates or vitiates into the caste system. Caste system. So Varnashram yes. so, so Dharma is not the same as the caste system. Right. The caste system is based on birth. Yes. And the Varnashram system is based on Guna and Karma. Yes. Qualities of work, not judging, not birth. Right, that's Krishna's caste, Guna and Karma. And we don't use the word caste usually because people know that, that that means exploitation. Just based on birth, people are claiming power, privilege, and exploiting. Yeah, so we don't do that. Yeah, that's important distinction. All right. Are we done? Oh, I don't remember the rule. About, about how they protect each other and how the Brahman protects the Chhatri through his austerity. And so, um, uh, sacrifice is, is a form of tapasya. Mm -hmm. So, uh, when Krishna says, you know, I reward those as they surrender to me. So, uh, Krishna is also uh, infusing us with knowledge through our sacrifice. Mm -hmm. When we sacrifice to please Krishna, the Dhamma Buddha Yoga yeah. giving right. us knowledge. And then that knowledge, because my understanding was that the knowledge protects protects the Chatriyas and the yes. society. Because without the knowledge, then they accumulate um, Uber karma. Yeah. They get the karma for all the from all the citizens. Yeah. Yeah, strength without knowledge. Amen. Knowledge is power. That's real power. Yes. The are the head of the society. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You get somebody who's big and strong and just doesn't have a good head. It's, it's going to just uh, create havoc. Yeah, so the, that Somanu went to Kardam because he knew Kardam could enlighten him. And the Dakshi would be Tehuri. <laughs> she's coming in very soon. Well, he, she's there, right? No, he didn't say anything. She's nice and uh, shy, and you're going to see, uh, let's see, in the next one. Five. Yeah. No, he's still glorified. Yeah, he's glorified. Now he's going to get very personal glorification. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then it turns, and he's, and then he's going, he's begging Cardam to accept to his daughter. It's real sweet. And interestingly, when I go to uh, Knoxville tomorrow, um, um, 
I'm also going to be teaching Bhagavatam online for this e-sandha out of Hawaii. And they're there in the fourth canal. And just as it's a Manu Kardam thing going on here. So there it's Pritu and the Kumaras. Very similar. Because it's, it's still the conversation between Vidur and Maitreya about how the universe is populated and governed. And uh, so it's, it's Pritu, who is a Shaktivesh avatar. For governing, he has Krishna's potency to govern. And very similar themes, I look ahead. Okay. Srila Prabhupada Ki. Jai.